I'll tell you something about this WrestleMania. WWE's attendance has really gone down. I mean, it's just... I mean, that's got to be a record low. I mean, there's, there's practically no one there. That can't be good for business. No, I mean, you talk about dwindling creativity, dwindling storylines, you know, the, the houses being brought down. The houses, they're definitely brought down in this WrestleMania. Yeah. What do you think was least attended, this one or WrestleMania 9? It's a close one. It's a Cl- close one. It's very, very close. It is very close. But, uh, well, it's, it's hard, hard. I think they were probably uh, probably neck and neck. But I think, uh, yeah, that's what um, that's what not having Stasiak in the company does for you. Which, no, which one was more but, quality, though? That's the question. That is the question. Welcome to a special episode, a special edition of our podcast, um, usually called That's Why They Were Quality. This is a spin-off podcast called Was It Quality? Um, we, we've started another spin-off as well called well, That's Why They Were Bollocks. And this one, it's this this podcast is going to be where we, we review shows. Um, or they could be, and it could be at shows, albums, TV shows, films. And it's where we've not really decided yet. Is it quality? Is it bollocks? Yeah. Uh, and I think what a perfect way to start then with, um, at the time of recording, this weekend's uh, WrestleMania. Um, I'm joined with Paddy Stanton. How are you doing today, Geezer? I'm on point, Geezer. All the time, Geezer. All the time. And yeah, just to uh, pick up from, from what you were saying. So it's spin-offs of spin-offs at this point. I mean, we've just got... We've got so much in our bag as podcast potential, haven't we? So it's just we've got to cover all ends. I mean, we've just got so many ideas and interesting ones. So, you know, we've got to let the cat out of the bag. And as you say, um, this is a good, a good place to start. So with WrestleMania 36, let's just get it out of the way first. We started off and described that this is the, the worst attended WrestleMania of all time, unfortunately. It's awful. The only people there were the commentators. It was, it was uh, shocking. And you know, at some points, it didn't seem like they were there. I know. I know. I don't know what was going on. It was like, well, we'll get to it. But it was, I think, can you, can you think of worse commentary? I mean, it's non-existent, really, the commentary. I don't even think a lot of it, well, there wasn't even any commentary there. No, well, we'll get to that, though. But uh, I don't know. Like, uh, you know, it's funny, actually. I, uh, I was I was going through Twitter while I was watching it, and Chris oh. Jericho put a tweet out. And he said, um, mute, "Mute your TV and watch this without the without the sound because this is better without any commentators." <laughs> so we started doing it for a bit, and like he he wasn't wrong. <laughs> That's that is a good that is a good shout to be fair. I feel I, I feel like with mo- most WWE shows these days, you have to do that, or you just you've just got to tune out to the commentary because it's um it's just whack ass. Yeah. It wasn't, oh, they, they seem to tune out of the match. No, it was usually you're annoyed with commentary because, oh, it's a bit obnoxious and they're, they're you know, they're, they're ruining it. But here it's like, come on, guys, are you actually working here? He just speared them on top of a truck and you're not even going to acknowledge it. <laughs> the fact that these are going to get a massive paycheck for this, they were just they were legit whispering. Like, how can you watch a violent last man standing pro wrestling match and whisper? Yes, it's the first time this skis has been wrestling in nine years. I mean, the <laughs> least bit excited, for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> like, do, do you reckon they're going to give 30% of their, their wage to, <laughs> to their health services? <laughs> they deserve to give 100% of their wage away. 
to all the, all the struggling, all the struggling comedians out there, all the, everyone's struggling in the entertainment industry, you know, not got a pot yeah. to piss in. What who was it? It was Byron Saxton and was it Tom Phillips? Was it they were the two? I think so. We'll, we'll get to that match um, yeah. when it comes. I, I can't. I can't remember which. Uh, I think it was Raw, wasn't it? So or, or, I can't yeah. even know. <laughs> That's the thing. You don't know it anymore at this point because they all sound the same and they're all programmed as like robots to look and sound the same from from Vince mm. and it. So it's like it's such a it's just a strange thing. Like how far the commentary, especially in WWE, has come. Like that used to be possibly the best thing about the show. You know, back in the day with Jr. and, and the King. And, how far it's mm. fallen. It's true, yeah. It's, it's, it's abysmal. Um, but I'll tell you, I'll tell you what though. This, this what this WrestleMania has made me grateful for though is this might be the last WrestleMania we're going to ever get, or ever see in our lifetimes without the crowd going one full. So that's that's one one good thing about this. Yes, I'm so glad you you, you agree with me on the one full thing, and. Um, <laughs> The first time they did it, I was like, oh, that's a bit funny. That's a bit different. Then they did it all the time. And like, it started in this local promotion where we went to, to Union Preston City Wrestling. That, that's the first time. Shout out to PCW and um, F- Stephen Flutter. Was that his name? Stephen Flutter. Yeah, Flutter. He's, he's actually wrestling now. Is he? He's a wrestler. Uh, I was, uh, I've got a, like, a Facebook post. Like, I'm still, like, I think I still like, liked the, uh, the PCW page. And it just came up like um, Stephen Flutter in his first like match BCW. So that's right. Stephen Flutter and uh, Otis uh, WrestleMania 40 live sex celebration incoming. Could be, could be, could be. I, I like, I like the geezer that I've met. Met him. He's, Is he he's sound? Like, it's not sound geezer. Yeah. Is PCW still going? Apparently so. I don't know if it's doing too well though. Because I saw something on Facebook. I didn't read into it, but the the, the, the headline was. Um, save PCW event or something. So that's that's not good. I was so such a thriving UK indie when we were at uni. This was only like four or five years ago. So it's like, that's sad to see. Um, I remember... Bad time because of, um, obviously, mm. the NXT UK and then the um, World of Sports, just everyone getting signed. Then AEW and the, yeah. you know, like, like WWE's now got like 2,000 wrestlers contracted <laughs> to its... It's got like five different brands or some oh. shit at the moment. That's so not even an understatement either. It's not. It's not. It's true. It's it's, it's ridiculous. But um, yeah, it's like I was watching that NXT takeover. I only watched like the first match of it, and they were saying this geezer comes from here, this geezer comes <laughs> from here. Like this one's on NXT UK. This one's two hundred five. I'm like, Jay, what the fuck is going on here? No, it's true. I mean, it's legit. Uh, like Brody Lee was saying on the Jericho podcast over there, when he was just like. They're literally, and I think Matt Hardy said the same, they're just signing people to sign people at this point. They just want them contracted so they can't go anywhere else. It's it's fucked up system. Definitely. I mean, now, to be honest, with this whole situation, they must be laughing. They must have been, yeah, lovely jubbly, not on a freelancer's pay now. Lovely jubbly. They must be, that, you know, that bit them on the arse there. But, uh, Eating that shit up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But, yeah, I hope uh, PCW... Uh, because sure. I said, I hope PCW stays around. I hope they can get the shit together somehow. But that's the thing about this COVID, man. I mean, you know, we won't go on about it too much. We've said that's why they were quality. That's what is a quality. Bollocks. All the spin-offs. Okay, we're not going to talk much COVID because we're here to bring you the joy. But this yeah. is the one thing that it's fucking up is obviously independent wrestling promotion, independent wrestlers, just like other forms of entertainment. 
um, a lot of them are about to go and get like real jobs and, and shit. You know, it's 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 quite sad. It's sad, sad to see. Hmm. Like one of traitors for for Blackburn. I know that's the thing. I mean, what if you were in that position, Lou? You, you might have to go into a to, to gigolo. You might be the next European gigolo. If they'll have me, if they're aware that it's anywhere that's hiring, I'll do it. But I don't think they'll uh, they'll want me to be honest. You no. mentioned that hairy chest. Uh, yeah, I mean it's not that that hair that, that's um, first on my mind to be honest. But it's um, I reckon they'd have to, like, if they employed me, they'd have to employ someone else to like give everyone their refunds. It'd just be a whole big thing. <laughs> you yeah. think it'd just be a whole mess that wasn't even worth it in the first place? Exactly, exactly. I mean, I thought oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry, Google's web, <laughs> website. I'm trying to get up the full card for WrestleMania and this website just popped up. Oh, don't so. worry, I've already got it in front of me. So we just want to, uh, you want to jump straight into it? Or? Yeah, cool. Uh, sorry, yeah, what was you just saying before about the gigolo business? Just saying, you know, a lot of these wrestlers, even yourself, if they've got to take up jobs, you know, while mm. this is happening. I mean, sex is always going to be there. So, you know, maybe look into male prostitution. It's better, better taking up a job than doing your job, mate. That's what I say. And some of these wrestlers, you know, hot bods, aren't they? So I'm sure they, some of these are beefcakes, as, as a Mac would say. So well, I'm all sure. Of them, all of them pretty much are beefcakes, I'd yeah, say. Yeah, I'm sure they could make a, a living, bland and living as a, as, a, as a gigolo. Oh, definitely, yeah. I, I, I reckon so. Yeah. You'd watch it. Oh, I would. I, I, yeah. You'd I, join I in. Would. I would. I mean... If we're talking about like um, about gigolos, I think if we start. Off, should we the kickoff show, the first match? They're two people I'd love to see. I'd love to see doing some gigolo work. Yeah. Particularly Cesaro. I mean, I'm I'm taking this from. Um, I think OSW said this on one of their shows that actually, like, um, someone like a male prostitution um, agency actually took a picture of them. Um, they used a picture of Antonio Cesaro as like one of their pictures. <laughs> really? You know, uh, was it Dolph, Dolph Ziggler? I don't know if this is just a rumor. But was Dolph Ziggler like? Isn't he done stuff with Brazzers? Is he? <laughs> and I mean, don't know if he's actually done a full-on porno. I just mean like, pro- like promotional stuff. Like he, I don't know, he might have been featured, you know, on like something, not like a porno. I'm not saying Dolph Ziggler's done porn, but uh, yeah, but um, he's got that that Brazzers dough. That's getting that's getting looked up straight away. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Um, but you're talking about the um, yeah, we're talking about WrestleMania 34. So elephant out of the room, you know, no audience there, of course, because of because of the virus. You know, doesn't need to be said. Can no, we just no uh, correct the mistake? So it's WrestleMania 36. Yeah. Yeah, so this is WrestleMania 36. I I actually had the luxury of going to WrestleMania 35 last year. First time yeah, yeah. ever, dream was achieved, you know, and unfortunately I might not ever be able to get to do that again, especially with yeah. these these dwindling crowds. Look, just I don't want to be the only person at the at WrestleMania. No one wants that. Got, got a front row seat, mate. Front row seat. That's true, actually. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So it, it, it was a weird one. So, so yeah, WrestleMania thirty six. Um. First time ever it's across two nights. Uh, and first time ever, there is there is no audience members there, of course, due to the virus. Um, and so before the show, we get a, a kickoff show. And usually at these kickoff shows, there's a bit of excitement in the air because, you know, firstly, it's going to be two hours. 
um, to their life. Before you carry on, Lou, do you think that Vince, he'll still inflate his crowd attendance? You know, like, obviously, WrestleMania 3 was 90,000, he says, when it wasn't really, and so on. He always inflates his, his actual attendance. Do you think he'll try yeah. and fool us all into saying there was an attendance of, of 25 people there? <laughs> I'd love it if why didn't you know you said that why didn't like the Gronk come out and go this year's attendance figures and then he goes oh right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> why didn't someone do that that would have been hilarious yeah, that's a good but that's a good idea that that would have been a good bit see you're a comedy you're just a, a genius comedy aren't you genius comedic talents that's what you are Oh, thank you. Oh, that, that is nice. That is nice. I'm, I'm Hopefully Vince hears this shit now and I hear you with that idea. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, we, like, just say to Vince, like, fast forward the, the gigolo stuff and, <laughs> and and a bit about my, the, the talk about my pubic um, dysfunction, <laughs> my pubic disorder, and, and get past that bit. You've got some good ideas. Who knows, ideas. though? Vince's office is naughty. you probably like all that, that discussion. To be fair, that'll, that'll probably, it'll be like a broken angle around. Like, <laughs> you are talking about a man that once uh, booked an angle, wanted to book an angle with an, um, an incest angle with his own daughter. Remember? Yeah. That is, um, yeah, mental. <laughs> talk, talk, talking of his own daughter, the, um, oh no, sorry, it's the main show. No, yeah, it, yeah it's, it's a weird one, yeah. Um, I'm a mentalist. But, yeah, so... So the show kicks off with we have the kickoff show before, and usually there's like excitement because you know it, it's um, it's it's at a big stadium, so you see the shop crowd in the background. They cut away to the reporters with the crowd and stuff. You know, it's the first time you get to see the set kind of in the background. It's nice and sunny. You've got all the legends there, and then you've got more matches. You've got four matches as well, and at least one of them will probably be decent. Um, and it's pretty. You know, we don't always watch it, but if if you do, like, it's a good like bit of fun. And this year it was like watching telly shopping. They were they were in a studio. Um, it was um, what's his name, Pete Rosenberg, and um, and the other geezer, um, Corey Graves. Yeah. And they, uh, it was it was just like <laughs> the whole time they were there, they didn't say that it was just. I was who do you think's going to win? I think this guy's going to win. I think the opposite guy's going to win. Next match, I think this guy's going to win. I think the opposite guy's going to win. It was literally that. No insights, no opinions. <laughs> Seriously? Yeah, it was. It was. There was nothing to. But I, it was quite good because obviously I hadn't been watching any of the build-ups. This is the first time I got to see the video packages and that. Yeah. So it gave me a bit of context to the matches a little bit. But beyond that, it was just bollocks. It was depression. <laughs> well, um, when you messaged me that, that uh, I had me and bits about the telly shopping bit, but like I didn't, yeah. I didn't watch it specifically because I knew it was going to be shit like I don't I don't I never watched the the kickoffs or the pre-shows but mm. this one just <laughs> was it just was it that boring it was so boring it's, it's given me so much more appreciation now now I'm never going to complain about a kickoff show or a Wrestlemania again actually now to be honest but it's, it's given me so much appreciation for what, it, what it's usually like because it, yeah it was it was terrible it was and the two like most boring they probably were made to be boring by Vince, to be honest. They were probably told, like, they, I wouldn't be surprised if they had a teleprompter. But it, they literally just gave no insights, no opinions. It was, it was boring. It was terrible. <laughs> no so, jokes. No. Nothing. No. So you, are you trying to say that a QVC channel, on mm. the Freeview channel, is more entertaining than a, a WWE pre-show? Oh, definitely. 
if at least they gave some fucking emotion to the car. <laughs> <inside. laughs> at least they're passionate about their jewelry. Exactly. Yeah. Is is terrible. Um, yeah. And, and well, it's just, what was it specifically? Is it just they they just ran through everything quickly and no, it, opposite. They they oh. they went through like everything, and it was just repeat, just like mm. paste, repeat, cut, paste, repeat, mm. and. And also, we see something that, like, you know, you went to like so bad, so bad, it's good, and mm. then something gets so bad that it's it's terrible, and it makes it feel like time it's is frustrating. Yeah, it's it's just like it feels like it time is dragging, and it feels like it's just it's like three times as long as it actually is. It feels like it's just going on for ages, and that's the way I describe the the music video that popped up. I don't even seen this. Miz and Morrison have their own hip hop video, and it is it was awful. It's terrible. Oh, it's dreadful. It's, it's bad. Just like the it, it, the the video was shot bad. It the song was bad. The idea was bad. The beat was bad. The lyrics were bad. You're trying to say Miz and Morrison bad. didn't have any any solid bars. I mean, if if I look back at it, maybe. But no, probably not. It is no. It doesn't rank up there with like the the John Cena's, um, John Cena's song. Bad, bad the, man, especially. Bad, 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 especially any of the entrance themes as well. I think are pretty decent. Doesn't rank up with there any of the aggression album stuff. Doesn't rank up there with any of our truth stuff. Doesn't, <sighs> it doesn't rank up there with Ian Wright's song. And Ian Wright's song is pretty decent, to be fair. But it's yeah. I'm gonna need to listen to Ian Wright's song now. Oh yeah, check it out. It's called "Do the Right Thing." It's one of them where you, sometimes you forget it's actually Ian Wright, and you just think it's an, a, like a normal singer from the nineties doing like a sort of dancey type tune. It's actually genuinely a good song. It's a good song. Like you, you could like it's, it's nothing really to do with football apart from there's some boy who's heading a ball in the video. It's <laughs> it's it's just genuinely a decent song. And like, it's really good. What about Randy Savage? Because he had some serious bars. That does this compete with Randy Savage? Randy Savage's one is at least interesting, and he does, he does have some actually good bars. Like some of those bars, you go, "Oh, burn," uh, you know. And but this was just like you, you won't even, oh, It's hard to even pay attention. Like, and, and I, I was only like, like this was like before the show started, so I was only like three, four, five beers in. Like, and I, I was find myself falling asleep. Well, well, that's that's completely like you. Whenever something doesn't pique your interest, yeah, and you're five beers deep. You uh, you want to go yeah. into to Dreamland, don't you? But, I do. I'm not going to get deep in anything else. So, um, no, exactly. Yeah. Except maybe your teddy bears, but yeah, exactly. Even they don't want me. Even they, even, no. yeah. even they, yeah. don't, they can't cure the four years going on five years. Going on five years, geezer. Now, nah, but shit like this, yeah, it's why a lot of the stuff WWE does it really does embarrass me and, and cringes me out. So mm. stuff like this, I I won't, I just won't go on my way to watch because it just it's frustrating, it's lame and it's cringy and it's like I'll go on to like more of the main show, but you know when you sat there with someone that's not a fan of wrestling and like you want them to become a fan and you want to get them interested because there is interesting parts of it obviously, but then you see shit like that and it's just mm. just just completely puts them off them. Put it off, put, uh, puts it off for them, and and yeah, I imagine that this was the same. But I'm I'm definitely not going to go check this out then if, if it's as bad as you, as you say it was. Yeah, it's 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 yeah, it's just just awful. Don't don't even bother it. And also, like, please, like, I hope no one 
showed this to someone to try and get them into wrestling. Like this was their first impression <laughs> of wrestling because it is. It's honestly, it's not like this. This is a, this was a weird, weird experience. This WrestleMania. The thing is, though, there'll be loads of people who'll be watching this for the first time because oh, you know they've got you know, they've got nothing to do. There's not that much live sports entertainment stuff that's on. So I imagine, like even a lad on one of my group chats. I know we signed up for the uh, the network because obviously this this show's free as well. You got to remember mm. it's free. So something like this, that's it's still an event that people are talking about over social media and that. It's free of charge, so people are that have never seen it are going to watch it, and when they see this 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 hot garbage, they get turned off immediately. Definitely, I'd say to them just listen to a podcast about it, preferably mm. one with with um with with that's why in the title, mm-hmm. and you don't need to watch the show. You've pretty much filled in really. One with a hum a hairy Colombian, and then one with a sexy scouser. Exactly. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I can't deny that. It's uh. It we we if if you have a whole of knowledge, we will fill you in. That, that should be the tagline. We will fill fill you in. Jesus. Um. Chris Lighty bar that. Violators yeah. forever. <laughs> one one thing I will say though. Like, talking about just being free and everything before we we, we like snag off WWE for the, for 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 most of this really most of this I I, I reckon for you maybe what's that for you yeah that's what I was just about to say I don't know your opinions on it but like for me my I'm about to slag WWE off for like <laughs> for, for the most of this but before I do that I just got to hold my hat off to them and say as you say like you know there's a lot of time when you know this is one of the only big like. But it's all bits of like live TV, really, especially when it comes to sports or sports entertainment. That um, that you know, that is playing right now. Yeah. And they didn't have to do this. It'd have been so so easy for them just to go. You know what? We're going to cancel it for now. Um, they don't have to book any new angles. They can just put this on ice. They yeah. all the all the talent. You know, they don't, they probably wouldn't have to like pay them the WrestleMania bonuses mm. and what have you. They easily didn't have to do this. But they did, and yeah. they put it on. Everyone gave it a good go, mm. and they, they gave it away free. Like it would be understandable if they say, "You know what? Because of financial situation, maybe we can't give this one away free." But you know what? They did it anyway. They put it on the Fight TV app as well. I've got, to put, get, I've got to say, like that was a good thing that WWE has done actually. There, so um, yeah, well done. To be yeah, yeah, you give them a little pat on the back, don't you? What just the one? Yeah, but it. Uh, and yeah, no, I agree with you. Also, with the wrestlers, they did it. They all did this voluntarily. Like, obviously, they got paid, but they they were told, like, if you if you don't feel comfortable performing, then you don't have to. You know, mm. you can you can go home and stay at home. That's all on you. So they weren't held held against their will against their contract to do it. So they they all did it because to them it was it was uh, it was still mania. It was they still wanted to give a mania performance, and it shows with Kevin Owens, especially when we get to his match. But he um, he said he's come out and said, look, like I know there wasn't no people, there was no one in attendance, but I was treating it like there was. I was treating it like there was fifty thousand, sixty thousand people there. So the mindset hadn't changed to the wrestlers, and I, I, that's why I think the, these shows, I think they could have been a lot worse than, than they were. They had the potential, like in my opinion, it, it, it exceeded my expectations. I was expecting it to be really bad, like horrendous, and uh, a lot of a lot of the stuff was pretty was pretty crap and, and boring, but. There was some good stuff on there, and that's because the wrestlers were they were going out of their way to put on a good show for us. So, yeah, 
respect them. Definitely, yeah. The wrestlers, they, they did incredible. Was, yeah, they, they performed like there was, like it was just a normal mania and there was like 70, 80, 90, like thousand people there. Um, all I will say, the commentators, not so much, you know, the commentators, they, no. they, I think sometimes they forgot they're on TV. No, no, they're not allowed. They they, they don't deserve a, a bonus. They don't deserve their mania payoff. Give it, invest it in our podcast instead of, instead of that trash. Exactly, exactly. So there yeah. was a match on the pre-show then. I, I didn't watch it, but Cesaro against Drew, Drew Gulak. Yeah, um, quite four, a short match. four minutes twenty-five. Not much happened then. Yeah, yeah, it was it was all right. It was um, nothing to, amazing. It wasn't a bad match. It was okay. It was just decent. Yeah, just decent. I think they did like ten minutes, and these could put on a good match. These are two technical, technically really good wrestlers, aren't they? Like submission based. Strong, so I imagine it was quite technical in the four minutes they had. Definitely, but it's just that it's four minutes that they mm. had to, to do this, and um, so they, they did what they could in the time. Yeah. But you've got an hour pre-show there, <laughs> and it, it's like if ever this, I mean, it's going to come up again in the podcast. But if ever there is a time to just say, you know what, this is a one-off. Fuck it. How how much time do you want for your match? Do you have a thirty-minute match? Do you have a twenty-minute match? Go out there, do it. If there's ever one year to do that, it would be this year. Like, say, Cesaro and Gulak, do you want to have 10 minutes? Do it. Just, you know, wrap that brass yeah. ring. And uh, if ever there was a time. Sounding like Vince there. Yeah. Grab the I mean, brass ring, Gulak. Go ahead and do it. Gulak and Cesaro, grab whatever ring you'd like. Grab your 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 ring, your ass if ring. I- if I was, I keep forgetting to say that. If I was, so, so the first match you've got Kabuki Warriors um, yep. versus Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross, and straight away, and Alexa Bliss came out. I was like, for whatever else, this is. I'm glad I've watched this. Like, this <laughs> she's incredible, and now she's a baby face as well. Like, because you know, when she was a heel, she's a great heel again, and great wrestler. I reckon she's underrated working, um, and and. But yeah, I don't know. Something about her seeing her like smiley and hugging people. It's like, oh, she, no, I, I, I'm, no, I'm, I'm erect right now. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to go in the opposite direction. I was like, oh, you're thinking you could take it home for a nice little slap up meal with the old ma, um, you know, get to know the family, get to know Bob and Jerry the cats. But no, you went the, you went the other way, and you know, you went too far on the first date, Lou. That's your problem. Yeah, I mean. To be fair, she she wouldn't look look twice at me or acknowledge my. She would look through you. She wouldn't look at me. She, oh, she I am, I am invisible, um, because I'm not one of the uh, the attractive people. <laughs> in the world. But but anyway, <laughs> but the but yeah, great great um great match. I I thought great. Way to yeah, you know what I said when it ended. I was like, okay, it was it was long. It was like fifteen minutes. That was probably mm. a lot longer than than you thought, but. I don't know with an opener. I think you need something around that mark, maybe maybe 10, 12 minutes, 15 minutes. That's the time you want for an opener. But I was thinking near the end, especially the, um, I think um, someone hits a spear. I think um, maybe Kyrie saying hits a spear on Nikki Cross um, at, the, at the finish. I was just thinking to myself, like if that had a, a crowd there, that would have lifted this match. I think it would have come off better with the crowd this, this match because towards the end, they were, um, they, were, they were doing some pretty good stuff. I just thought it was, I don't know, the start was a bit rough, personally. It took a while to get going. 
Um, Asuka is probably one of the best wrestlers in the company, not just female. She's just overall wrestler. She's incredible. Mm. And uh, I've just pff, Nikki Cross was so goddamn annoying in this match, though. <laughs> God blimey. That's the thing. I didn't really notice her that much, to be fair. I was my, most of my attention was focused on Alexa Bliss, um, and she she's like you, you, um, yeah, she's been. I think she's a decent wrestler. She is. Um, yeah, she was. She's supposed to be a baby for me, though, and she is getting under my skin with all her annoying screaming. That's the thing. Like, I, I, again, I, like she can't do anything bad in my books. Um, but, but yeah, just yeah. Obviously, on the mic, you know, it goes without saying she's incredible. Um, and wrestling, yeah, I reckon she's all right too. And and yeah, again, the um, Kabuki Warriors put on a brilliant display, um, what you'd expect for, from them. Um, and yeah, um, so yeah, in the first match, Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross beat the Kabuki yeah. Warriors to get the Women's Tag Team Championships. Yeah, uh, there's just yeah. there's so many belts in this company now. And just right. I don't know <laughs> what does it mean. Like I don't. Does it? Is there, is there any meaning with these these women's tag team championships? I don't know. It is what it is. Those belts, they look very nice. They are very nice looking belts. Oh, must look even better on Alexa Bliss for you then. Oh, oh, anything looks good on Alexa Bliss. Um, yeah. You don't want anything on it, do you? Hey. Eh? Ideally not. No, no. Any, only if, it's up to her, you know. It's only if she. If she's well, listening, if she's listening, slide yeah. in, slide into the geezer's DMs. Yeah. 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 Yeah, you can slide anything you want. No, this is no. the uh, obligatory disclaimer of them. Um, that's why they were quality slash bollocks slash is it Luis Sanchez, yeah. aka the Geeseman, the Geese Maestro, Antoine yeah. Geeseman. He's a he's a single lad, ladies. Yes, I am for a very long time, four years. And you four just years. know with that voice, with that that Cockney rhyming slang, you want a bit of that. You want a bit of that hairy Colombian. I thought you were just going to say, you know, by that voice, that Cockney rhyming slang, he's still going to be single in the, in the very distant um, and near future. So, um, so whenever you're ready, whenever there's no rush, there's no no rush. I'll, I'll be waiting. I'll be waiting. Louis is the walking, the breathing, walking human version of BoJack Horseman. So, someone, someone, uh, someone, save this man. Please do, please do. Um, so, the next match. I can't tell you much about... Oh, God, the long-awaited classic. This is a yeah. classic in the making to the uh, the most talented, definitely not over-pushed people on the roster. Do you get me tone there? Because there's a lot of sarcasm in there. Definitely. I mean, again, Elias, good with a guitar, funny geezer. I don't, I'm not interested in watching. I thought, oh, has he got better as a wrestler over this time? No. no. Like, the thing with Elias, yeah, he's good at what he... On the mic, and he's good at his character. He's just got to be in the right storyline for everything and get showcased in the right way. But there was a time when he was getting insane amounts of heat. Mm. And then they turned him babyface and they turned him heel and turned him babyface like four times. I don't quite understand why. But just in the ring, how can someone regress? Like, the, <laughs> you're doing this, you get more experience with it. And he's getting. it seems like he's getting worse in the ring. It's headlock yeah. city. He just needs to be a manager of something. Why he doesn't need to be wrestling? Mm-hmm. He's a great character. Definitely. And, and last year he was one of the best things of Mania when John Cena was, you know, waiting for the Undertaker and Elias came out. That was one of the funniest things. Like that was incredible. He was one of the best things of that show. Obviously, you were there live. I mean, yeah. What, what was that like? I mean, that must have been incredible. Oh no, that was yeah. I think I might have told you, but I've told a lot of people that that was one of my favorite moments of Mania. 
was when mm. Cena come out with the Thugonomics because it was obviously obvi- such a surprise. Came out mm. of nowhere, and I nearly pooped my little panties because mm. I was just hearing the the Doctor of Thugonomics Cena come out. I don't mm. think I don't think I'd ever seen. It. No, I wouldn't have ever seen him live, and that's obviously my favorite incarnation of Cena. So yeah, just seeing that live, and it was it was a funny segment. But that's what he's best in, and then just segments like that. Just keep him out of the ring. Definitely, definitely. And um, I can't tell you much about this actual match because I was playing FIFA at the time. Um, <laughs> Don't so I can tell you about the FIFA game. <laughs> yeah, tell us. Yeah, I was playing manager mode with uh, Preston North End, but my fourth season with them. I've gone to the Premier League. Um, I you know, I've got a decent squad right now. We beat United one 0 Lovely little goal. From uh, I think it was Harry Wilson. I've got I've got from um, I've signed him. Um, it's, it's pretty decent. Yeah, it was, it was all right. About six sixth in the table right now halfway through the season. Sixth. Um, yeah. You yeah. S- you suck. Well, yeah, I do, I do. Uh, if I was, um, but uh, <laughs> I, I, yeah, it's one of them where it's um, you know it, it. No, I think the form's been patchy a little bit. There's been some games we just can't find the back of the net. To be honest. Uh, I think um, next transfer window, I'm going to try and get a decent striker, and hopefully we can we can amend that. Mm. So yeah. your your basically your season on FIFA, your mm. your ability on FIFA can be compared to the ability of Elias and, and Baron Corbin in, in the ring. So similar comparisons, oh. really. I won the Champions League with Preston two seasons ago. <laughs> did you? I did. Yeah. How did you manage that? Was you was you playing on a beginner? No, I was playing on. I always really play on. Um, What's the? It's two two levels from what? What's the um? So you got semi pro, uh, professional, world class, legendary. World class, that's the one. Yeah, so it's on world class, and um, yeah, one won the Europa and the Champions League with Preston, and then we've sort of had we had one season after that where it weren't so great. To be honest, if you would have live streamed that Twitch, that I think people would have been more impressed and entertained by your FIFA game than 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 this match. Oh, definitely, yeah. Can, I think so. we, we play some nice stuff, actually. So, what, what, obviously, you discussed Elias. What, what do you think on Baron Corbin? Because, like, he's quite polarising. Like, I do think his, his move, he's got some cool-looking moves, like the deep six. And uh, what, is it end, end of days is the one, the finisher? Like, they're, look, they're good-looking moves, to be fair. But it's just everything else that he does. It's, it's just boring and... I don't know, but it's just oh, that helmet, that Burger King helmet, cheap ass. Come on, if you want to, if he's being portrayed as a king, why is he wearing a silver helmet? I was about to say, is Burger King helmet his actual new ring name? Is that his gimmick? Um, <laughs> Burger, Cor- Burger King Corbin, that's what it should be. Burger King Corbin, he, he's one of them where, like, the last show I'd have watched before this would have been Rumble. And him and Reigns, I reckon, had probably one of the matches. Well, I'll say what. Yeah, I would say, yeah, one of the matches of the night. It was a great match, I thought. So on his day, he can actually be really good. Um, this wasn't his day. This was this is one of the days where he was very bad. I think he needs to be with the right opponent. Oh, definitely, yeah. Whereas yeah. Elias, he can be with any opponent. He can be in the ring with fucking Kenny Omega or AJ Styles yeah. and still look like he's been doing it for three weeks. Definitely, yeah. I that's just... It's a perfect way to um to 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 describe it. It just yeah, it's 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 bad. So Elias got Elias got the win here, which is surprising yeah. considering Corbin's just had what felt like a two year feud with Roman Reigns, mm. and he and he gets beat by Elias. So, but I don't know. A lot of these wins and losses 
and especially with what's going on now, they really don't matter, do they? And this is a match where it just no does it matter? Who cares? Who cares? And one of the things that also baffles me is that match got more time than our next match, Becky Lynch versus mm. Shane Baszler, possibly two of the best wrestlers in the company, and possibly one of the matches I most wanted to see. Yeah. This was a weird one, weren't it? I, I just expected so much more. Same. Like, I was looking forward to this, and I'm not saying it's a bad match, but, again, you've got... Like, what are you in a rush for? Give them 20 minutes. Give mm. them, like... They could have they could have a classic and mm. it's okay, but oh, it's just it was just getting going. Well, because it's obviously this has all been taped in the week and they've taped on different days. What minute? So this could have been longer, and I imagine it was. But they just decided in the final edits to cut this one. I don't know if they they must be expecting them to carry a feud on. That's the only thing I can th- I can think of, like t- to give them eight minutes when Becky is one of the more, most over over stars they've got. Like the Raw's Women's Championship, that's been built up as like the biggest title they've got. And it was just sort of lumped in the middle of the show. Like on one of, in one of the death spots and almost like the fourth match on the card with like eight minutes. It was, it was so surprising. It was, yeah. I mean, I'm happy that Becky went over. I, I, I would have been happy either way. Whoever would have went over would have been all right. But I'm happy the streak like continues because this would have been a terrible way. She's had the title for about a year now, isn't it? Since like last mm-hmm. Mania. Yeah. And what a terrible way, like in front of no people for her to lose the title. That would have been disappointing. Mm. So you agree with her retaining then? Definitely, yeah. I mean this is this is the worst time to, to again for Jane Baser as well. I mean obviously it's no it's no bad time to, to win a title, but this is probably the worst time to, to win a title, to win you've like you a world championship. Yeah. And uh, we're gonna see later on in the show that we don't we didn't share that opinion. Yeah, I think I kind of agree with what you're saying. So, like, some of these major titles, like, why just don't you shouldn't change them when there's no people there? So, yeah. a lot of the matches going in, I think, were predictable in a way because it's like, you know, the, well, most of them are going to retain because of that fact, you know, that they're, they're going to hold off on the title change till there's a crowd there, till, you know, there's a pop, people invest more into it. I remember I was sat with my girlfriend. She was she just pointed out she was just like, um, are the are all the champions going to win here? Because it wouldn't make much sense for them to lose in front of no one. No, she gets the business. She gets the biz. She gets the biz. <laughs> She's a casual too. Student of the game. Student of the game. In this business. The diamond of this business. It's good shit, pal. <laughs> We'll get to that as well. We'll get. He's gonna puke. He's gonna puke. I've got to say, like that was some, yeah, it was a weird mania. This, <laughs> yeah. We'll get to, we'll get to the good shit. Um, just, just to wrap up, I feel like they beat the, they, what they did was stiff, and they beat the shit out of each other. But it's right. got, it just had so much more potential. So hopefully, they get a match down the line, and they get, they get more time. Definitely, definitely, they, yeah, they could have a great series together. Um, a match that, uh, that I booked in my actual federation with my action figures. <laughs> pain! The pain! We, we, we booked this. We had, a, we had a great series with these two. Um, and I'm not saying they stole my booking ideas, but they did. Um, <laughs> this is versus Daniel Bryan. Where them royalties are for pain? Where are them royalties? We, we had some amazing spots in our match. Um, and, yeah, in the Continental title on the line, Sami Zayn coming in as the champion. 
I thought this was possibly the first match, maybe even the only, to make use of the, the fact that there is no crowd, that you can actually hear the wrestlers talking. Yeah. And I really liked, like, Sami Zayn, like, all the comedy he was giving, like, begging off and saying, oh, you know, uh, you know I'm going to leave and saying to Daniel Bryan, it's a good choice letting me leave. But like, I thought Sami Zayn was hilarious in this match. And I, I, I match, I don't think, they could, if they gave it some more minutes, it could have been good. Yeah. But I thought the actual the way they made use of the situation, no, I thought it was good. Yeah, that's a good point. Sami Zayn is great. He's just like a real-life cartoon character, isn't he? He is, yeah. Oh, oh. He's, I think he's so much better as a, as a heel, yeah. which I didn't think I'd say because he was a great baby mm. face, but he is, yeah, he's got this down. Even his pre-match promo in, in the backstage, I thought was really good as well. It's not like mm. stale within like most promos it is. Good, yeah. Yeah, like I'm glad he's finally getting a push because, like you say, I, I mean, I still prefer him as a, a babyface. Feel like they they fucked up not pushing him as the the underdog babyface all them a few years back. But he's yeah. he's so good as a heel as well. He's he's yeah, like you say, he's got his comedy, he's comedic, and he's yeah. got he's got that aspect of it down. Not a lot of people can get that aspect of it down, but he's got it. In terms of the match, though, I'm not gonna lie, I was I was so disappointed by this. I was, I was disappointed by the fact that he had almost no offence, Sami Zayn, because this could have been an incredible match. Yeah. Two incredible workers. And um, again, only, you only give it like nine nine minutes. And when you have all this time to play with, and yeah, they, they give Sami Zayn no offence. Oh, that was disappointing. It was. Brian just beat the shit out of Zayn. And like, I didn't mind that from the story of the match. Like, he was just basically, Brian was getting his hands on Zayn because... Brian had to get through Cesaro on Nakamura. But mm. Brian had a match on Nakamura on the SmackDown. I don't know if you've seen it, which was better than this. And this is your championship title match. Yeah, this is, yeah, apparently. Which is a dream match in itself, and they just threw it away on SmackDown in front of zero people. But that's another issue. They do that so often, it's ridiculous. What, what do you think yeah. of the new Intercontinental Championship design? I was about to say, I quite like it. It's quite a weird one. I was a bit taken aback when I first saw it. Um, but no, it's, it's good. I mm-hmm. like it. Yeah, it, it, it's good. It's just, I don't think it compares to the, the white strap. And, yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it's one of them. It's, um, I don't mind it. I, I, I think it's quite, it's, quite, it's quite nice looking. It's a bit different. At least um, it's different. Yeah. Same can be said about the world, the world titles. The world titles just tr- trash, don't you think? Probably the worst looking titles on the show, which is weird to say because they're usually the best throughout, you know, throughout history. Mm, um, they should be yeah, the best. Yeah, yeah, they should be. They should be. Yeah, and then yeah, yeah go, well, going into this show, this match was my most look forward to. You know, just looking at it from a wrestling perspective, just a straight yeah. wrestling bell to bell match. I don't know what it was. I don't know if the no crowd thing maybe hurt it, or I don't know. Just it was a bit. It was a bit off for me. It was all right, but I just I expected a lot more. Just the booking, I think. Just the fact that it was—it wasn't really even a match. It was—it was pretty much a segment, and it was funny for what it was. But it was pretty much like um, it was just—it was. You can tell this was like probably probably gaining heat for another match. Yeah. Yeah, it just wasn't. It wasn't a proper match, really. Exactly. So like, you got like two matches back to back that are that are having that had that purpose of just building towards something in the future. So, but I don't know how that it hasn't come across well because of that. Maybe you can do that with matches in between, but two back-to-back matches where they were both about eight minutes, nine minutes. You know, not much happened. But as I say, if they're building towards something, then then it is what it is. 
Yeah, it's like usually, obviously, mainly would be the blow off, but this mm. year it's it's the exception. In it, this, this is I understand it, it to be fair. You don't want to blow off your big angle with, with no one there, so I can get it. But at the same time, it's again like if you're there, you might as well. Like this might be the last time these guys are wrestling for a while. Go out with a bang, like just just say to them what do you want to do in the ring. Go out, have have twenty minutes, put on a classic. But, but obviously, they're not going to do that. Mm. You like to go out with a bang too, wouldn't you? I would like, I would like to to go out, and then, and I would also like to bang. Yes, that would be thing I like to do. You would like to come out. But if I was, then I, then I would. Yeah. Um, but anyway, it, talking of a classic though, and I reckon this will go down as a classic best mm. match on the show, in my opinion. I don't know how you feel, but no, I, I agree. Yeah. yeah, unbelievable match. Um, so before, just before. Um, this like in the announcement for this match, they said um, the Miz is not going to be appearing, so it's going to be a triple threat match. Um, um, Social with, distancing was adhered in this match. Oh, definitely. The the, um, the Athletics Commission they they they, they, um, they, they, they pulled they the plug on a triple threat tag team match. Instead, yeah. had the triple threat ladder match for the tag team championship, which was John yeah. Morrison, Jimmy Uso, and Kofi Kingston. I still can't yeah. tell the difference between the Usos. I'm sorry, I know that's bad, and I should do by now, but it's hard. Do you blame me? Well, they are identical twins, so it's fair enough. To be <laughs> fair. Are they twins? Actually, they are twins, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so do you think this was the first time then that they've ever fought for a tag team championships? You know, just a single as singles wrestlers. Possibly, yeah. I mean, I mean, I don't know. Russo might have probably done it <laughs> at one point, but. Um, he, he, but yeah, it was. It's yeah. It was. It was a weird one. Um, and I was, you know, it was a bit. Oh, that's a bit strange. But but the people involved, all three of them, great workers. All three of them got similar kind of style, really. So I thought, yeah, this this is going to be interesting. It's going to be good, and exceeded my expectations. Just hmm. yeah, fantastic. Yeah, amazing. John Morrison stole a show. I think he was just incredible athleticism in it. Some yeah. of the stuff he was doing, like he did a. Uh, Starship pain uh, while I think it was a Kofi was on a ladder. He did it yeah. onto Kofi on the ladder. But there was this little bit while he was on the turnbuckle while he was like doing it. And he sort of lost his balance and that could have ended so badly, but he still somehow was that athletic to just to bring it back and, and land it. And the thing was, he's like Kofi was on the ladder and like the, he was on the turnbuckle, uh, John Morrison, and the ladder was literally like directly underneath. Like like one footstep in front of where John Morrison was was where Kofi Kingston was. So he had to literally jump up and then do a straight like starship pain, like straight straight downwards. Yeah. Very manoeuvre again. He could have like he could have if he miscalculated that that could have ended badly. Um, and brilliant. I don't think I'd seen seen someone do like that kind of. I don't think I'd seen him do that move in that way before. Which I thought was great. No, I mean not to take away from Kofi and, and Jimmy Uso. Kofi was Kofi's always a don in, in ladder matches. But definitely. Yeah, when he when he springboarded um springboarded up and then he sort of went in between the ladder to mm. do a double prop kick on, on the other two. Um I thought it would have been a great spot in that in itself, but then they caught him and dumped him out. I thought that that was brilliant. Yeah, now there was that one spot with um you could tell they put like a protective mat down. So the, yeah. do you know where he, I think was one of the Usos fell out the ring, Jim Uso fell out the ring, I think. And like the camera just like panned away. And you could tell like he just dropped onto some sort of protective mat 
and then the camera's like pans back on him. He's down on the floor, hit. It's just funny. I mean, you can get away with it because there's no one there, but I just thought that was quite funny. To be fair, like, if that was the case, and that was well done because um, overall I was quite drunk on the, in the evening and all that. Like, they did it well because I didn't, I didn't even notice that, to be fair. I, um, yeah, but it was good, yeah. You were definitely um, about, well, you were on the ice tea and whiskey, so you were definitely out of it. Oh, yeah, I was, yeah. Ice tea and whiskey, by the way, if anything this mania is, is, is taught me is um, ice tea should be the number one mixer. I don't know why Coke and Pepsi and energy drinks are being used in clubs as the mixer. Iced tea, if you try to mix that with any spirits, oh, it's fucking lovely. You know what? When you messaged me that, I was like, I was like, oh my God, he's actually on something here. The yeah. man, the man that can only handle four Asda Lager beers is telling yeah. me how to mix my spirits and my cocktails. Right, I, I've, I've like, I'm, I've discovered, discovered something. All those years of drinking the Carlsbergs and the Bud Lights and, and, um, and I'm drinking the Carlsberg now. You know, they've led me to this discovery. Uh, uh, piss water. It's, it's, it's cheap, it's cheap. You'll be moving on to Frosty Jacks next, Defo. No, no. Ha- hard Cider. <laughs> Could you imagine you on Hard Cider? It's a great, great match. And, um, and they, another spot that I thought was brilliant, um, I think it was Morrison. I think it was, they, like, they he was on, like, the apron. And one of them, like, like knock the ladder over to try and hit him, and Morrison literally was like in between where the actual like in between the um in between the, the sort of the, he was in the middle of of the ladder where he just avoided it was like Buster Keaton spot he just avoided being hit by the ladder and then flung it. And I think he gave him an eye poke, didn't he? he gave him an eye yeah. poke after that, and that was that was great, absolutely brilliant. Yeah. It just goes back to the point said about earlier is they treated this like you were in front of the eighty thousand people. Because it was like it—it it was the only match on the show. I would say that you could—it didn't seem like there was no one in the crowd, you know, because you were that into the match and you were that fixated on it. Like it having no crowd didn't really affect it. It didn't have any sort of detrimental effect on it. No, yeah, I was about to say the same thing. I mean, in some instances, them having—they actually utilized the fact that there was no crowd as well. Like at the point, one of them was um, running. I think it was Kofi even. It was Kofi or Morrison, I think, was running on the actual guardrail, and then the other one like threw the ladder. Someone threw a ladder at him. Like, you could, if there was a crowd there, you couldn't be doing that spot. And That's so true. That was a really good spot as well. Incredible. Also, yeah. Kofi doing the um, the foot stomp off the ladder onto one of them. That was brilliant. And another thing that's impressive about this is that again, I think this, I think this was a last minute plan to change this to a triple threat match. Um, not a triple threat tag team match. Um, having, if that was the case, having to rebook like this match yeah. to be a triple threat match on the fly, and they go out and produce this. I mean, that's unbelievable. Yeah, I feel like a lot of this was down to the performance in a way, because I don't imagine they've got a shitload of agents flying around backstage at this point. You know, writers telling them what to do. So if this yeah. was booked on the fly, like like you say, then it's probably because a lot of it was was on was down to the wrestlers and. They just come up with all this creative, creative stuff. And and also there being no crowd there, it's not like usual where you can like call spots because we can actually hear the wrestlers talking right in that uh, this in this mania. So they they couldn't like they probably had to pre-plan all that stuff beforehand. They couldn't actually go out there and just go yeah just make up mm. in the ring because yeah we would have heard them talking probably. True. Now I think the ladder match is probably the perfect match 
or, or a gimmick match in general. Well, maybe not, we'll discuss it later. But I think the ladder match is the perfect match to do in front of no crowd. And I think that that was proven here. So it's just so much easier because of the, obviously it's fast paced. There's no sort of, you know, there's no headlocks of doom. There's not, there's nothing boring getting, you know, there's nothing slower plodding. And there's obviously it's high, there's high spots everywhere. There's just a lot of action going down. So you rarely ever get bored. You're rarely ever waiting for something. So I think the ladder match here was the, was the perfect match to do um, in front of no one. And it worked. Yeah, no doubt. And, and, the commentators actually seem to care about this match as well, so it made it, made it all the better. That's true. Was this a JBL and Michael Cole? Because it was SmackDown. SmackDown, yeah, is that it would have been. SmackDown? Yeah, they're SmackDown, yeah. All right, yeah. I mean, to be fair, like obviously, I was you at the time going, "Oh, fuck, Michael Cole and JBL are commentators." <laughs> It's the other two. They did a fine job. Yeah, they get to keep their bonus. They get to keep their mania paycheck. It's just the other two, two dweebs that they don't deserve it. Definitely. I mean, JBL actually said one or two things that are actually quite funny during the show. Like when he was they were talking about his championship reign, and he goes, um, "Oh, greatest time in wrestling history." And he said another thing as well. <laughs> oh, that was it. It was it was next night, right? Naomi comes out, and and JBL goes, "Oh, so much for hometown advantage." That was one of the funniest lines of the night. Oh, yeah. And I thought it was brilliant. And I think he had a good night, actually. Yeah, actually, considering he was probably the standout commentator. I don't know. I mean, it's not saying a lot. But... No, no. So, next month. Sorry? I was about to say about, about JBL. One thing is, he's a prick. But <laughs> as an actual worker, in terms of character, in Ring is not bad. And a commentator, he's not actually terrible. It's just him as a person that I find like that, that's mm. quite, even more frustrating. It's like he's actually not bad, but he's just a knob. He's un- unbearable bully, but it's he's, it's the yeah. it's the WWE effect, though you know, because when JBL started on commentary, he was sick. He was really mm. good, and then yeah. somehow years go down. Eventually, they go shit. Corey Graves, he was the same. I don't know what it is. Something gets drilled into them, but they the whole commentaries regress. Definitely, yeah. I mean, yeah, d- yeah, definitely, definitely spot on. There. I wonder why yeah. that is. Is just a case of is it Vince just getting into, into their ears that much and you know trying to mold them into what he wants that they just lose all. It's not even that though. They they just get annoying. Like especially when they're a heel. Like JBL got annoying. Corey Graves got annoying. Just the constant bickering and just yeah annoyance. Yeah, I, I think it's it's definitely that. I reckon it's um, it's it's one of them where now all of those wrestlers as well, like none of them are like Jr. or like Paul Heyman, where they they've been around in the game where they like for a certain number of years where they probably can stand up for themselves. I imagine, and we've heard it before, like on commentary when they they've leaked the the audio of um, Vince McMahon talking to Michael Cole. Like they, they like Vince is going to say something. They're probably they're, they're just going to go with what he says. They're not going to stand up to Vince, so they're probably less likely to actually go out on their own and, and take initiative. And and JBL, I reckon. Um, I mean, he, he he's yeah yeah he probably falls under the same category as well. Like golf golf buddies with, with Vince. Um, I'd say there's a lot more yes men on commentary than mm. there probably had been back in the day. Oh yeah, you've you've hit the nail on the head. So you think uh, they get up to um, some shenanigans, Vince and JBL, while while they're playing golf? Oh, probably. Yeah, they they um 
yeah, I can't imagine a more insufferable afternoon um, than that. It would be bad. Do you think Vince McMahon's ever had a gay experience? They're there, well, I can't remember, and I might cut this out depending if it sounds like we're going to get sued. <laughs> someone said that they were talking to Vince, and he talked about how he was on like a hiking trip with another bloke, and he had like a, like, you know, he could have had an experience there. I can't remember what. <laughs> <laughs> Christian talked about it. <laughs> really? Yeah, I'd love to figure out where it was, but apparently Vince, according to others telling the story, apparently that like Vince was telling someone this, like when they were you know, trying to pitch an angle to them, and and Vince was telling them about this story from his past. Was definitely one of those uh, beefy bodybuilders, you know, when he was doing the World Body Bodybuilding Federation, the WBF. It was definitely one of the big beefy men. Could have been, and if he did, then fair play to him. Again, nothing wrong with that. You know, good luck to you, to, to you, Vince, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is that well, your is type it, too, a beefcake? Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, as, as long as it's consensual, um, then fair play. You know, whatever, whatever, you know, whatever happens in his private life and, and, and anyone's private life is, is their business, you know. Mm. Whatever floats your, your hiking, eh? Exactly, exactly. Um yeah, great, great match. Um, yeah. Match tonight, I reckon. Yeah, match no. Match of the, the, the weekend, yeah, I agree. Definitely, definitely. Um, next match, um, again, I think quite quite a good match. Um, I, I reckon, though, this whole thing about Seth Rollins being the messiah in all of this, it's like, it's a bit overplayed. It's lame. It's lame. Yeah, it's, it's like, I reckon you can do it once every... 10, 15, 10 years maybe, but it's just the same bollocks as like the Bray Wyatt was the same, CM Punk thing was the CM Punk thing was the same. I mean, Raven pretty much did this as well. It's, it's overdone. Yeah, now, I like the CM Punk one, but I know what you're saying now. But the, the, the problem with it now is, is it's WWE's problem now. It's it's because it's over, overproduced and they are yeah. jamming nicknames down your throat. And they constantly yeah. keep saying this nickname, the Messiah, and it just gets to a point. Yeah, Monday Night Messiah. That's not a good nickname, anyway, yeah. to begin with. But they're just the least subtle entertainment ever. Like, it's just there's no subtlety to WWE, and that that's the main thing that does it. Just everything is jammed down your throat, like like I'm a four year old kid, when your your demographic is actually fifty year old men. And it's, yeah, just, yeah, the, the nickname is crap. But Rollins is a good wrestler. I'm not, I'm not denying that, but I'm not, I'm not enjoying this gimmick. Oh, yeah. And also, don't jam anything down the throat of four-year-old kids. <laughs> but, yeah, definitely. And, and I think, like, that Monday Night Messiah, I reckon WWE must have used the Wu-Tang, a name generator, to get that. Mm. I mean, that's terrible. Should we, should we try it out? Let's have a look. I've got it up here. Seth Rollins. He would be. Oh, sorry. I've got to refresh the page. Mercenary blessed. Blessed do pleasant. <laughs> Mercenary's yeah. quite close. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 that's all right, actually. I, I don't think that's a bad is it? Is it better than Monday Night Messiah then? Um, could be. Um, Kevin Owens one as well is diplom- diplomatist 
philosophical. <laughs> that's that's like like two first names that one. Which, to be fair, Kevin owned his two first names. So that makes sense. True. Yeah. I mean, imagine a ring announcer having to announce that diplomat is philosophical. <laughs> just be like, no, that's, yeah. uh, not even right. not even Justin Roberts could make that sound good. No. Kevin Owens came up for me, Crow Fickle. Oh, that that's that if if he had like if he was in a faction and he had like a, another member, Crow Fickle, I reckon he'd be like the second, third, fourth member of a faction, I reckon. Yeah. Yeah. The the, re- the return of, of, of Billy Kidman and, and the flock. Yeah, yeah. I'd see I'd be up Scotty there. Riggs. Yeah. Be down for that. Mm-hmm. So but yeah, this match was it was good. So what happened was they had a standard wrestling match, and it was it was pretty good back and forth to be honest with you. Yeah, because um, these two are two of the best wrestlers in the company, I, I think, and it showed here they they have got decent chemistry together. It, it's probably not the first time he's wrestled as well. I'm, I'm assuming they wrestled in Ring of Honor before. Um, but yeah, they had good chemistry, I thought. And then the fuck the fuck finish came. I'm not gonna lie, the fuck finish. I genuinely thought they were going to end the match at WrestleMania with, with a DQ. Mm, I don't know about so, you, if they got you on that one. Yeah, they did. I mean, I even forgot that they, you know, what was about to happen as well. Because I remember I was messaging you and I was like, I was ashamed about the finish. And then I, I forgot, actually, no, that, that wasn't the actual finish of it. Because um, then it came back out. I know it's in front of no people and all that, but if, if they were to end an, a WrestleMania match with a DQ, it just would have been, would have been so, so annoying. You know, it's still main at the end of the day. You got to treat it like that, haven't you? But no, yeah, they yeah. then changed it into so Kevin Owens gets on the mic because what did Rollins hit him with the ring bell? Was it ring bell? Yeah, yeah. And then Kevin Owens got on the mic and said, "You know, let's finish this. No disqualification." So Rollins looks like the stupidest heel ever, which is okay, I guess, because he's a heel. Normally, it's the baby face in WWE that accepts shit like this, mm. but it was acceptable. And then they, uh, yeah, they, how, so how long, so the match in total was like 20 minutes long, but the no DQ aspect of it, he's just sort of broad after that, and then Kevin Owens did his big spot, didn't he? Yeah, I mean, I don't know DQ bit, I'll, I'll give them them an extra, like, mm. some more minutes on that, because I think that was pretty decent, you know, hitting each other with stairs, and I think there was a chair involved, and it was a, having a pretty good match, as, as you would expect from these two, um, and yeah, the spot at the end was great, um. Yeah, Kevin Owens jumping off off the sign. Yeah, um, Kevin Owens. Uh, Kevin Owens yeah. near kills himself. Definitely, yeah. I mean, doing a back a back. Um, I suppose that'd probably be the safest way to jump off his side. Channels his inner Shane McMahon with that one. Yeah, to be fair, Shane McMahon. If there's ever a time for him to be at a Mania this year. He like. Like in, in a match will come up to you on night two. I'd love I'd love Shane to. I, I, I couldn't. I can't even find myself saying this. I'd love Shane McMahon to be here. Would you? I love I love you, Shane. I love you, Shane. Well, while I'm here though, talking about absences from WrestleMania, what a smart man Triple H is. I'm not saying he saw this coming, but this fucking is course he did. Isn't it, 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 it mad? This is the first Mania since. I even remember when Triple H isn't there. Mm, Triple H, yeah. Triple H doing a fifteen-minute entrance to no fans. <laughs> Imagine how humiliating that would be. He's, he's, and he, he's just he's just jumped the whole thing. Yeah, how, how coincidental it is, right? Don't you think? Yeah, it's mad. He missed the invasion angle. He missed the mania with no fans. He is a smart man. He is not well thrown. He's defo called up his daddy Vince and just been like, "I've got a slight dry cough. 
I'm, I'm not allowed to come in today. Definitely. Mm. So, but yeah, of course, he, he knows what he's doing, Mr. Politician himself. Uh, but yeah, it, it, how high up do you think this uh, this this spot was? So Kevin Ko jumps off the top of the stage, essentially. How high uh, up do you think he was? It looked that high. It's one of them where it's like um, I don't know, like um, thirty 15? feet. Twenty feet. Oh, thirty feet. I'm I'm assuming. I think it, I think I'll give them credit with this one. The way they they filmed it, the cam the camera angle on it was really good. So it was like stretched far out. So they obviously made it look as high up as they could, a little higher than it, than it actually was. I like the camera angle on it. I mean, there was probably shitloads of padding and that on the you know the announce table or whatever. But it, it didn't seem like it. I thought they they made it look as as good as they could with the spot. Definitely, and and it's a random time to bring it up. But why the fuck was there guardrail if there's no fans? What, what's going on there? <laughs> I know you're not the only one to bring it up. It's, oh, right. It's a weird one, that. No, the whole, like... So, the very first show they did without any fans, don't know if you know this, they shot the, they shot the crowd on the hard camera like there was a crowd there. They were using the hard camera on the first show. And everyone, oh, really? was, everyone was like, what the fuck? Why are you showing people that there's no one there to that degree? Because the yeah. idiot, stupid man, he just didn't think of this. And then like AEW, they did their show and they weren't stupid enough to use the hard camera. So they just used the camera there from the announced table perspective, straight on, yeah. like any smart person would do. So then what WWE do, the next show, they then change that, change that. So they don't use the hard camera anymore. But yeah, that's just another thing that they that they messed up like that. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, and yes, the match ends with um, Kevin Owens winning, um, beats uh, Seth Rollins twice in one night. So um, yeah. Oh yeah, officially you are right. Yeah, so fair play to the geezer. Probably the second best match on the show. Of of the night or in general. Hmm. I want to say, yeah, I want to say in general, actually. Mm, I don't know, there was a match. There was there was two matches on night two, which I, I really liked. And also, I, I put the, the opening tag match above this. I, I, I quite like that. Really? Okay. Maybe, no, I'll go third best match, of, actually, of the week. Weekend. Mm. Actually, I, I, I didn't mind them. Um, I'll get on to it later as well, actually. There was, there was three good matches I thought on night two. But then um, we get to the worst match of the weekend. It's debatable. I, I <laughs> think the worst match of the weekend is yet to come, but we have vastly different opinions on it. Um, but, but this match here, Goldberg... It was two minutes, ten seconds. This match it? was two minutes, ten seconds. Yeah, it's, it's one of them where it's like... It's dud. D-U-D, dud. Yeah. Minus five stars. Yeah, I mean... All, all the years where like we're saying oh, why isn't why isn't Braun Strowman getting getting the world title? He finally gets it here in the most underwhelming way possible. Terrible. Terrible. This was worse than this was as bad, if not worse, than a Vince Russo book championship reign. It's probably worse. It's gotta be. Yeah. I mean, I know yeah. it was out of their hands, Roman Roman Reigns had to pull out. But mm. the way they dealt with it was so bad, it was poor. They Everyone knows that Roman's pulled out, but he's beaten around the bush about it. <clears throat> they won't... Obviously, they're trying to keep these tapings a secret and all that. I, I get that. 
But everyone knows Roman's pulled out, yet they won't tell anyone. They won't, they won't mention it at all. They're being so subtle about him. And and then there was just this random two-minute match for your biggest title or your second biggest title. And Goldberg looked horrendous, like usual. Um, and, yeah, it was just, just terrible. Yeah, I'd just like to say, like, before I go into it, that um, if I was, Roman Reigns could, could pull out any time. Um, but yeah, yeah, it all Wait, you wouldn't want him to pull out? You would well, want him to inside, like at all times, right? If I was, then uh, eventually he'd have to have to pull out. But yeah, <laughs> it was it was uh, yeah, barely even a match. So Goldberg hits him with like three spears, goes for the pin, um, Braun kicks out. I don't even know if he went for the pin even. Um, and then Braun just hits him with like a few power slams, gets the free count, new champion. Yeah. What I mean, what happens now? Like, it what a waste of just just everything. What a waste of the Fiend's title reign built. It was all built up to Goldberg to squash him, and then for this, what's Braun gonna do? Braun hasn't been in the position to be a world champion. Yeah, here we are. Goldberg doesn't deserve a spot on the roster. It's just I don't know, all bad coming out of this. And you you think where where did he go from here as well with the, with the Universal Championship? The Universal Championship, that has to be the worst big match, big title that there's ever been. The worst main event title that there's ever been, surely. And, and just to look at the thing, it's awful as well. Why is it blue? <laughs> yeah, it's so bad. It's blue because it's supposed to represent SmackDown, I guess. That is just, it doesn't look prestigious at all. No. It looks awful. It's, it's terrible. Let's have a look. So I'm on the Universal Championship now. So th- th- this is how this title it was created in 2016. F- Finn Balor w- won it at WrestleMania. He beat Seth Rollins. That was a good match. SummerSlam, I think it was. It was, yeah, 2016. He had yeah. to vacate it the next night on Raw because he got injured. Kevin Owens then held a decent reign with it, 188 days, only for, guess who, Goldberg, to squash him in two minutes. Yeah. Then we have uh, Brock Lesnar hold it for like 500 days by beating Goldberg. Probably had about three title defences in that time. Yeah. Roman Reigns, 60 days, then beat beat Lesnar for it. Then Roman has to vacate it because of his leukaemia. That's unfortunate. Oh, yeah. So, like, it's just a lot of unfortunate things have happened with it as well. Brock then wins it again in Saudi Arabia. Um, Just shit. Seth Rollins... Brock Lesnar, Seth Rollins, Bray Wyatt. So when Bray Wyatt won it, he won it at Crown Jewel, Saudi Arabia. You think, okay, it's finally going to build a bit of steam. But because before that, there was barely any defences. There was no, there was that long title writing by Lesnar. He was supposed to be prestigious, but he barely defended it. And then you think, okay, the Fiend, he can finally bring some sort of prestige to this. Nah, gets squashed by Goldberg in Saudi Arabia. And then that's it. And Braun, Braun's got it now, so. That's yeah. that, that we're looking at we're looking at Vince Russo levels WCW two thousand with this title. I'm thinking definitely, yeah, just just underwhelming, underwhelming. Mm. And it's 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 good to see, even though I've, I've been away for a year, things haven't really changed. To be honest, <laughs> literally. Do you think they bring Goldberg back then again or what? Oh, probably. Yeah, probably. Um, Who does he squash next? 
who knows, he's probably AJ Styles at this point. Yeah. <laughs> this is the worst shape that he's ever looked, I think, ever. Um, I don't know how old he is, maybe about 50 or something. So I think it's understandable, but still, yeah, he was in bad, bad shape. I mean, better shape than I'll ever be in. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. And me. Well, no, no, you're in great shape, but that's that's not saying much. Yeah, about but I'm not, I'm not in steroid shape like this, man. Oh, no, not on the old stage shape. He's 53, actually, to be fair. So, he's, you know, for 53, could be worse. No, he's got a good body, but he's, he's just... Mm. He's getting... The reason he wrestles two minutes is because he blow up if he wrestled any longer. I don't even know if he's got that much of a good body anymore. Like he's 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 he's, he's definitely put on. He's definitely found it hard to like shed the the pounds this time round. Um, so Goldberg's yes, on your list of no's then. No, you wouldn't. Um, I mean, if I was, you know, I, I still would. You'd consider uh, it. I consider it. Yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah. Um. Braun Strowman's the world champion. Yay! Do you care about Braun? You find a bit of Braun. It's good. Very underwhelming way for it to happen. Um, but you know, it's better than Goldberg retaining. Um, yeah, I suppose in a way. Um, so next we see a Undertaker versus AJ Styles in a boneyard match, and um, we're probably going to have a, a, an intense debate about this. Uh, <laughs> I'll. Uh... Yeah, I'll get uh, I'll get me uh, me hands at the ready for this one to to smack against the wall. Yeah, definitely. It's, it's probably going to be a bulk of the show, um, but I'm just going to set out the stall right now and just and, and stay, stay right for me off. I thought this was a load of old bollocks. What, what, what do you make of this? I thought this was quality. This deserves to be um, a review on that. Either quality, our official podcast, official official. This was the best thing the entire weekend. Oh, that's mental. That is, uh, what, what are you on about? This awful. <laughs> Go on, explain your your sort of where where you were at in your head watching it. Right. So, so first thing, biker taker is back for fuck's sake. Second thing, but he should like, be though at this point. He shouldn't be the dead man at near sixty years old. He looks awful as the dead man. He lo- he looked yeah. younger as his biker taker. He looked he looked how he actually looks, and he looks he looked sound. Yeah, best shape, he, best shape he's been in in years. Disagree. I think he, he looks like at least with the, the taker with the the dead man, you can like you know you can hide it like with makeup and all that bollocks. Like, wasn't hit with makeup though. Like it wasn't. If you if you Google Undertaker twenty eighteen, go to, go to the images. He looks awful. And if you yeah. if you look at the picture from from this match, he looks a lot better. Yeah, but yeah, just. I just, I just bike a taker, just back in a, just a load of bollocks bike a taker. Yeah, just, I mean, he's not the best taker. I'm, I'm agree. I'll agree with you there. The bike taker yeah. was never the best taker, but just feel for his age now, and you know why not? The, the dead man thing has been done to death. I, I just don't, don't see the point in it anymore. And the thing is, at least it's a bit of prestige for the dead man. But his bike taker is just like, oh fuck, he's just another fifty year old guy. At least a bike taker. At least with, like, no one's calling bike taker the phenom. It's phenom. Like no one's, no one's gonna be holding him in high esteem, like, to an extent. But like, but the dead man, that's like, oh, that's you know, great character. Yeah, but it's game. losing it to law because of what he looks like, how he is, how he's moving. But the fact I that mean, he's old, it's losing that. The law's been lost. The law is gone, <laughs> and it's, it's, yeah, it's terrible. So he, he turns up, right? 
And it, like again, it's, there's a load of old bollocks. In. <laughs> you've, you've put music. It's not. It's not even a proper match. You've put music. Where's the ref? You put music to it. <laughs> where's the ref? Where's the ref? Where's he at? There's, 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 He's probably there's, scared for his life. Entering the boneyard. To be fair, yeah. What is a boneyard? Can't you just say graveyard? What does a boneyard mean? I couldn't see any. I don't. Bone. I don't think they could have got away with it. Any sort of buried alive or. With this whole Benoit documentary, the whole COVID, just everything that's going on right now, Boneyard was the was the, the PC, the, the PG answer for it, I think. I suppose so, but I'm going to say, like, even though Undertaker, obviously you can't really go anymore, really. It's not the wrestler he once was. But AJ Styles, undoubtedly, one of the greatest in the world, one of the greatest of all time, I'd say. He can still go. I reckon if they put them in an actual ring and gave them a match, then this would have actually been a dream match. And it wouldn't have, though. I reckon so. Not in terms of quality, it wouldn't have been a good match, but at least people would look back on it and go, oh, do you remember that time AJ Styles wrestled The Undertaker? It was actually, it was actually, you know, they had a match. They actually had a match. Rather than, yeah, oh, but a- it wouldn't be looked at like that because it'd be crap. You, you can't put Taker in the ring in front of no one because Taker's, what Taker's got is his overness, the fact he's a popular, his popularity, and the fans are going, you know, wild for his moves. There's no one in there. He's just going to get exposed, like, even more. They had to get creative with this. They had to do something different. You can't put Undertaker in a match at 60 years old in front of no no crowd. It would have been a lot worse than, than this. I disagree. I reckon you could have done like your whole smoke and mirrors. You could you could put this... You know what you could have done? Take a page out of Bray Wyatt's book. I know you're not going to like it, and I'm probably not even going to like it, but it'd be better than this. Turn the lights down. Make like... Put some blue, blue no. lights on. So no, comes. no. Bad... <laughs> No, do, do that. <laughs> Undertaker, he doesn't look happy because you can't really AJ Styles made to look like a made to look like a wimp. He's he's got he's having the other geezers do everything for him. Um, and again, and you say not AJ really. Styles, they were they were going they were going he- obviously head to head, but uh, yeah. Gallows and Anderson never came out until like halfway through. They're not okay. Well, fair play, but 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 basically AJ right. He is the wrestler of the two who can still go. So logically, you would say, and he's the heel. Logically, you would say, right, you know what, let's get some heat on Taker. Let's have AJ do some work here. Let's have AJ get some moves in. Let's make this exciting. Nope. Undertaker's just punching him and hitting him. Apart from the two choke slams and the um, and the tombstone, the rest of it was all punching. AJ didn't get one move in, didn't get a phenomenal forearm from on top of the top of the hearse. Like, I, 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 again... I don't know. Didn't didn't do anything really. He could have done like there's Matt. There's moves that he could have done while Undertaker was lying down. Like he could have done like the calf crusher. Didn't do any of that. It because you're never... you're you're looking at it like it's a wrestling match. It's a thing. It's it unfortunately that's not what it was. At the end, <laughs> that it, yeah. So it it's, it got announced as a match, but it's a, it's a, it's supposed to be cinematic. That's the idea they're going for. They're not. They weren't going for a wrestling match. So why would they start doing wrestling moves? That would make it look even. That would make it look well cornier. It'd be well cheesier if they started doing wrestling moves in a in a, in a something shot like this. Well, firstly, I think the whole idea of this in general is a load of bollocks. Don't do it. 
that's fine. I get that if you don't if you don't agree with that aspect, but you, you're just I think you're looking okay, at it, it as a wrestling match. No, well, at least it make use of the surroundings. It's like at least make something memorable. It's like it, it was just, so like, memorable. It was so creative out the box. So it was like a slasher it, movie. Undertaker reminded me like a Michael Myers. He reminded me of something out of a horror film. It, all the smack talking and that as well. That was that was funny. Like it was funny. It was campy. And I can get why you wouldn't be a fan of that thing. But um, I thought it all came together well. It, it was a bit lame, but it, you know what? Like, so what? It was it was just something different, and it was it was fun. And I don't know, have you have you ever... You're obviously not a fan of, like, the cinematic new style of wrestling. Like, have you never watched, like, Lucha Underground, or have you never watched any, like, the Broken Mat stuff before? Because that's what this was. This was based off stuff like that, but it was actually better than the best one I've ever seen. It's got to have its context. Like if, if, like, you can't just all it like Lucha Underground. The whole idea of the show, the whole show is a cinematic show, so it, it makes sense. You can't just have fucking a, a two hours. But you don't know what this this match was. There's never been a boneyard match, and and now you know what it is. This is what it is. It's it's uh, at it's at a complex. It's like the Hardy compound. It's similar to that. That's what the match what? is. You've, ne- you've never seen one before, but but now you have. Yeah, there, there isn't one again. I, I didn't feel I could see like the Ryan Orton versus Bray Wyatt match when they had that in that fucking I don't even know where it was but I had it in some gaff and I was like <laughs> you know this is a bit of bollocks and then I, that and, one was like, shit though like I agree because that one wasn't a good one. To be fair though, it was better than this. This was nah. this this was shocking. I, like you talk talk about how it was. It, it, this didn't seem like a horror film to me. This seemed like a fight you would see like watching from across the street. Two people just moaning. Oh, you're talking about my wife. Oh, blah blah blah. Punch, punch. Oh, I'll give you that. Like, look, what? The, it just. What, why is AJ Styles in this match? If you're gonna have someone just walking around and punching them, you could literally do that with anyone on the roster. Why waste AJ in this spot? And and also, right. Firstly, why have him lose? And secondly, why why have him like? Firstly, not be able to defend himself. He was begging off from the Undertaker the entire time. Because he's in, he's in Taker's backyard, and he's in. It's his. It's that's his. It's his match, isn't it? He was gone away, and he's the, and he's the heel. AJ's the heel. Like his gimmick at the moment. That's what he is. He's got his two heavies, his two henchmen. I thought the reveal of Gallows and Anderson was was boss. So halfway through, AJ's getting the, the shit beat out of him. The smack talk was good. I, I like the fact that he was like, "Come here, man. Come here. I'm gonna, I'm gonna fuck you up." That kind of shit. I liked it. It was funny. It was it was just different. And then when they revealed Gallus and Anderson halfway through, that was like something out of like a Sons of Anarchy or something. So like and like they had the music in the background as well. So it was like it was taken from different styles of like cinema and different TV shows. So it was a bit of Sons of Anarchy. There was a bit of slasher involved. Look, it wasn't compared to them. It, it's WWE. It's not going to be fucking Oscar Emmy. You know Emmy worthy television, is it? It's just not. But I don't know. I they can do that though. They they, have how? Who who have they got employed to, to to do that? They've got Emmy worthy writers and directors. I I don't think I don't think they do. I reckon give this. To, well, firstly, don't do this in the first place. But secondly, if you are going to do this, give it to Paul Heyman. I reckon you'd have booked something better than this. It, no, he wouldn't it, have though. Like because this isn't Paul Heyman's. Like he's like forty, fifty years old. This is just. The, you're going to see the thing you've got to realize, yeah. You're going to see more of this now because this was critically acclaimed. Everyone, was it? Uh, yeah, everyone, lo- uh, most people that I've seen love this 
all the other sort of reviewers, Dave Meltzer of the world, all of them loved it, all of them, and he thought it was the best thing of the, the entire weekend, and, and so did I. And the thing is now, yeah, you are going to see more of it, and it might be with Taker's matches, it, it could be with, with someone else, but the sort of cinematic style that, that Broken Mats um, started and Lucha Underground started, you, you'll see more of that. And whether it's good or whether it's bad, you know, that's up for debate. But I thought this one, this one was executed pr- pretty well. I thought it was a load of old shit. I think, right, <laughs> if, 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 firstly, don't have a match in a boneyard. But if you are, right, then, like, boiler room rule, right, that was great because it was an actual match in a boiler room. Have a match It in wasn't, a though. It was, that wasn't great, though. It was good boiler for the wrestlers, room. but the, the last man standing match on, on night two, yeah, that was essentially like something like that where it's all backstage and that was crap and boring and plodding and it was wrestled as a wrestling match it was just crap we'll get we'll get to that last man standing match but i honestly don't know how you can think this was better than the last man standing match like the last man standing because it went 42 minutes and ben, edge and randy ben, orton went 42 minutes in 2020 at least i can look back at it that was so boring but at least there's parts of this that at least this go. wasn't boring at least this was something. Boring. At least this was something boring. This is yeah. right, there's one thing you can look at this at and it and say it wasn't. It's boring. You might think it's hokey and it's lame, but at least there was there was a lot of different stuff going on. I don't know why you could look at watch this and be bored by it. There was hardly any different stuff. It was kicks and punches, right? Shove. There was shovels. There was people getting battered with shovels. There was people getting thrown through like the plastic, like the glass, the plasticine glass. AJ Styles speed the Undertaker that was a great spot through the glass. Um, you yeah, there was there was there was spots in it and it wasn't it didn't take forever to, to get to. The the, the the choke slams off the barn was was pretty decent. Um, the shot the, the shovel and the the tombstone like things also weird shovel. Why did you put the smallest shovel in the world? Um, but yeah, so, so those yeah those spots were okay. But apart from that, it was kicking and punching. Like AJ Styles went. That that was all the last man standing match was though. He was just throwing each other a bit through the performance center into lockers, and then he he did one elbow through a table off off the top of something. He was just all that's all it was throwing each other into fucking. I want to see a tour of the performance center. Piast no. I'd rather see, if they're gonna do something like that, then I'd rather see something that's a bit different, like the the boneyard. It's like a complex. It's um you know there was a bit of flash to it. I disagree. I I think it was it was weird. All that's your stuff, problem, though. Like I think you're look because it was so weird. That's the real reason you didn't like it because you, you you obviously you were expecting a, a real wrestling match, which is fine, but it, it wasn't was it wasn't that you you weren't getting that. I, I don't know, and it's it's yeah. It just I, I just think it was just out of place. It was just it was a weird. Like, firstly, right if. Like the Undertaker, right? He's like the biker taker is a biker. He's not. He is not an Undertaker. He doesn't work in a funeral. Uh, he doesn't work in a funeral home at the moment, right? So if you're going to do this, <laughs> did he off, ever? Yeah, the <laughs> biker taker. Do it in a fucking bike shop or some shit. Do it. Do it at Sturgis. If you're going to do it with the, the dead man taker, then do it in a graveyard. It doesn't make any sense. I, I, it's I, wrestling, though. Why does it? It doesn't have this shit. No, of course it doesn't make sense. But if you're what if you're watching this for it to make sense, I'm sorry. I've got a got some bad news. 
No, but the thing is, we can't go and slag off Russo for an entire podcast about booking things that don't make any sense. And then because just... Russo would have had about fifty guys running in during the match, he would have uh, would have been the wrong end result. There wouldn't have been an end result. So people would have just faded into black. It would have been way wackier than this. Like this, this was wacky. But at the end of the day, it was between it was built off a rivalry between AJ and Taker. It was a personal rivalry, and it ended that way. I, I, I thought it was. I thought it was awful, and I feel sorry for AJ Styles. Um, just like it, well, it put Dolph Ziggler in this match to have someone disposable in this match, and I know AJ is getting old, so he's just <clears> coming to the end of his run. So it's not like you need to build him for the future. But still, it's like if this sure. if if there was a crowd at this mania, obviously I would have rather have seen them in a one-on-one match. But you've just got to roll with the punches. There's no way you can tell me Undertaker in an empty stadium would have been better than this. There's just no way. I reckon so, yeah. No, not a chance. You could have had him down, have AJ Styles do some loads of that offence to him. He would have found a way. No. And then, and then just have Undertaker do one or two moves that you want to see. You want to see the Trope Slam, Last Ride, Tombstone, one, two, three. No, because that's boring. It's, it's been overdone and that, that's, his, that's what he's been doing the last five years. And it's been crap. <laughs> It's been awful. Why would you, you? Wouldn't you want to see something different? And like, he's going to have a new lease of life with this. He will have a career resurgence because because of these style of oh. matches. Oh, for fuck's sake! That is just like that is. Uh, oh, I hope I hope not. And you're probably right about that, but I hope not. I hope he, this isn't the way going forward. Firstly, as goes without saying, he should have retired years ago. But that 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 take that as red. That everyone will, will say that. But you yeah, know, of course. He's, Company loyal man, so they want to give him as many paydays as he can. Fair yeah. enough. Fair enough to the geezer. Mm. Go in there, collect your money. Um, but just don't... If you're going to do this kind of bollocks... Then first, what? Like, that's the thing, yeah. If they're going to do this kind of stuff, I don't think they could have done it any better or any differently. Like, whether, um, you, like, whether you like this style of style of it, which it sounds like it doesn't, which is fine. It's, it's not the greatest thing in the world to me, but... I'd rather see a really good match, obviously. But I don't. I've seen shit, shit versions of this done. I've seen it in Lucha Underground, and I've seen it with with some of the Matt Hardy ones. Like if they're gonna do something like this, this was actually executed as as well as it could have been. I disagree. I reckon, right? If you're gonna do it, then like if if I reckon there's much better ways to do go it. Go on, explain. Tell me. Tell me some. Alright, okay. Firstly, right, if it's going to be, first one off the bat, right, if it's going to be in a graveyard, then you've got to make it Dead Man Taker, because that makes actual sense, why? right? He rolled up on his bike, it was Sons of Anarchy, why, why is it, it was a mix of the two, just because just because he wasn't the dead man, he can't bury someone alive, why not? Yeah, it's a different it, character, right? Secondly, if like, AJ can wrestle, Get him, have him, have him get a few moves in, right? Because he can, he can actually wrestle. Have him get a few moves in. He's got the hearse there. It's then it, w- it wouldn't look like a fight, then, though, would it? The, it it wasn't a wrestling match. Did. What you watched, it wasn't. That's... It, didn't, it didn't look like a fight. There was fifty druids. I've never seen a fight with fifty druids just turning up to back someone up. Look, it was a, uh, also right. Have have 
you know, you don't have, it, honestly, like, you don't have to beat Taker, so fair enough, you know, AJ, but at least make AJ not look like a fucking wimp. He didn't look as bad as, you, as you're thinking. He, he'll have more exposure with this match than, than, he, than he's had, you know, like, I, I know a lot of people that probably don't watch wrestling week to week, they, they'll know who AJ is after this match because it was something out of the box. He wrestled Undertaker in a, a main event of WrestleMania. And he did. He did not look as bad as you, as you're thinking. He he he's gonna look. He'll look better coming out of this than than he will look worse, because of the the spotlight of the match. I just thought it was terrible, and um, it was it was yeah. I just I just overall didn't enjoy it. It was weird, and don't put the last thing on the show because I was just after it ended. I was just like, oh, right, okay, right. The thing is, yeah, with something like this, you can't put it anywhere but last on the show. With something that, like, you, you can't you can't put Goldberg and Braun in the main events with that runs two minutes. And they're not going to put anything else in the, in the main... With a segment like this, I think it, it had to have went on last if they're going to do it. I, I, I reckon you could have put... Be- Becky Lynch and Shayna Baszler should have been the last match. Give them extra minutes. Um... Uh, yeah, that should have been the last one. I don't know why they're in a rush. They own the network. It's only a three-hour show. It's not like seven hours. If they added ten more minutes onto that match, I will not be complaining. Uh, that's a main event. That's like the, something to end your night one with. Actually, you can even end night two with that, actually. End the whole thing with, with that Shayna Baszler versus Becky Lynch. And and this match just... It was... It, yeah, I, I, that wasn't even a match. This is something you do in a build-up to a match. Um... No, uh, so yeah. I I thought with this one it wasn't, but I thought what well, the one on night two was that I thought the one the, the thing they went for on night two, which we'll talk about, that was terrible, and that that was just like a video package to me. But this well, this was the greatest uh, this was the greatest thing in our generation. This was five stars. No, this was this beats Kenny Omega. This was seven and a half stars. Go out your way to see this this genius, this this work by Jeremy Borash. What a man! What a geezer for giving us this, this, this beauty, this art that it was. I think we just got to, so, so. That's the end of part one of the. the <laughs> I think we just got to end it. I, I can't. I can't even like. What them. What I would say though, like, just go and watch it to formulate your opinion, because regardless of what you think, I think you've got to see it to believe it in a way. You definitely have to see it to believe it. I'll tell you that. Um, so yeah, so, so yeah, that was um, that was part one of our WrestleMania review. Obviously, reviewing night one, um, and, and yeah, it, 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 I, I, I don't even know what to say about that last match. Um, just yeah, but but believe me, wasn't the most weird thing we're going to see across this mania. Um, join us for part two, where. Um, Oh, I mean, part two, that was some bollocks. We can agree on that. Right? Part two was pretty bollocks, yeah. But part part one overall, the last an hour and a half, the last half of the show it was, was pretty good, actually. I enjoyed it. Surprisingly, it exceeded my expectations. I disagree. I think the beginning of the show, obviously, with, with a tag match. Really? With the la- yeah, the tag match. No, I, I'm lad- counting from the lad. I'm counting from, like, the ladder match. The ladder match was the second half. Oh, was it? Okay. Yeah, so I'm going to say from, say, like, from the ladder match onwards. Was it was it was really some really good stuff I thought except obviously the Braun and Goldberg shite. Yeah, I don't know. I think uh, overall there will be one match from this this part one 
that I'll actually remember, or dare I say, even go and rewatch, and that's the ladder match. Um, the rest of them, they could have, they would have been decent if they'd have given some more time. Um, King Corbin and, and Elias, just a load of bollocks. I thought it was going to be a load of bollocks. It was a load it of was. bollocks. Um, the rest of them, pretty decent. Um, if they would have given them some more time, apart from Goldberg, Braun Strowman, thought it was going to be bollocks. It was bollocks. And then Undertaker, AJ Styles, I thought was terrible. A gift uh, from the gods. I, I just thought it was awful. I just thought it was just, it was, it was like, like if they put this on a 2K, like, if this was on a 2K, they wouldn't put this in the main storyline. This would be like a side mission that you'd have to unlock. They wouldn't, this would be too far fathomed for even a career mode on 2K. It was weird, strange. I just, yeah, but. I thought it was. I thought it was weird, but you know, sometimes weird's good and weird works. And I thought the weird worked here. I thought it was creative, and I had a I lot of fun watching it. I just reckon, like, obviously, like the reason behind it is taking Easy's cash and fair play. Fair play. I'm not going to hate on him for that. But there's not got to be other ways to give him that cash. Like that WWE Network special. Just pay him the money you would have paid him for this Mania payout, and and pay it for the Network special. And 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 I, I prefer to have not have seen Taker than to have seen him at all and do this. I think I think it was weird. It was it, it, yeah. I, yeah, I didn't enjoy it. But, um, but again, we have very different opinions on uh, on that. Yeah, yeah, we do. Now, my opinion, uh, like I said, I I thoroughly enjoyed it. If they're going to use Taker, then this is the way to use him. Do I think they still should be using them? Well, like, that's another question. You know, he, he obviously needs to retire a long time ago. But if, if this is how, if they're going to use Taker, then you can do. It. The only thing I'm worried about with this kind of thing yet yeah, is if they do start using it in the future, they'll beat it like a dead horse, and they'll milk it, and it won't be good, and they'll they'll blow, and they'll somehow make it cheesier than it is, and lamer than it is, and they'll just WWE it in a way because that is a that's a that's a verb at this point, isn't it? So, but I could see that happening. But as I put, as this one, this this cinematic style fight scene that they did, I thought this one worked. Now, will it work in the future? Who knows? Probably not. We'll see. I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I'm off to go and beat something else like a dead horse. You know, <laughs> like, looking at pictures of Cesar. If I was looking at pictures of Cesaro, but, um, you'll be uh, you'll be rewatching the Boneyard match. How are you doing it? I'll be having a bone while I'm... No, I won't be having a bone. I'm not having a bone in a while. <laughs> I will be erect while I am um, doing something else. Um, but, yeah, so overall, yeah, we enjoyed it in different ways. Um, strangest mania that I think we're ever going to see. Yeah. And it's going to get stranger. Join us for uh, for part two, I'd say. Yeah. Peace out. See you. See you later, Jesus. See you later, Jesus.